Hey, it's Pri, your brand new radio editor. I'm in the same colloc with different colocs for another episode of Coloc Conversations. I'm joined by Mason and Alessandra, and today we'll be discussing change, truths, and everything in between. I have a dream I hope will come true That you're here with me And I'm here with you I wish that the earth and the sky up above Will send me someone to love Thank you for having us, Thank you for having us, Bri. In your home. Uh, in yes. my home. <laughs> Thank you for the mutual invitation. Um, I'm going to go right for the deep end. What, if anything, feels different about this year compared to last year? Mm. Well, I would say that, first of all, like the fact that we see people and we go to university, it definitely feels like life is mm-hmm. is back and we are finally like you know taking part in life and uh and uh, doing things last year i felt like a passive uh actor or something and uh this year i feel much more like i actually can engage in my own uh mm-hmm. <laughs> in my own life mm-hmm. <laughs> if it makes sense if it, mm-hmm. this makes sense for anyone absolutely i think it's strange how you mentioned because it, like it's such a For me, obviously, like, the biggest change, I think, for most of us will definitely be, like, the return of campus life and everything that, you know, we've learned, we've grown to expect from university. But for me, the first thing that stood out to my mind when you thought, when you asked me about what's changed is probably the people. Mm. Because, obviously, I think last year, you know, probably was an ideal year for, you know, most people. But I found that there was such a unique rhythm to it. You know, we were all in this, like, 300 people in this tiny city. And we develop our own friendships, uh, you know, it's friendship, friendships take on a different dynamic, mm-hmm. your parties are more planned out, they're more smaller and so on. And this year, just that change in landscape and the mm-hmm. social landscape just feels so much different to me. I feel that same like starkness, like, the thing you were saying about planning, like I, we had a mm-hmm. conversation about this yesterday, yeah. but like mm-hmm. this idea that, you know, last year everything was so intentional like especially friendships i think Mm. it was so intentional last year Mm. um and it was a different dynamic this year i know a lot more people i feel like i'm friends with a lot more people i'm not in like one or two circles only i feel very spread out around campus but it's also a different depth and a different sort of interaction like i don't think i i it's not a bad superficial but i do feel superficially uh acquainted Mm. with many people if that makes sense i don't know no, yeah, I, I was thinking, it's just not only people, like, I feel people are different. Also, the, the just the, the way I see people, like, the same people I already knew last year, mm-hmm. and spending more time, I mean, I guess this is quite, it's very normal, you know, uh, but the, the seeing them in real life and out of the academic context, you know, mm-hmm. and it just changed my mind about so many people on campus, and... Uh, the way they are, you know, I imagined part of their personality because mm-hmm. I couldn't see that personality, and and yeah, that that's I think that that's a, something that changed since last year. I think the funniest thing about that is seeing someone like going to a lecture or a class on Friday during the day, and then seeing someone at the same party. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you are not the same person. <laughs> 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 Definitely. Yeah. 
it's quite um, fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but also, I guess, um, I don't know, so this is not very good for me, but the, the motivation in like studying, because since last year, or in the last two years with the pandemic, we've been kind of deprived of like all the, you know, uh, enjoyment, and uh, it was all about, I don't know, uh, work or duties. I don't know, it felt, it felt like you had stuff to do, but you couldn't enjoy the, the casual events uh, of, of life and this year uh, I feel like I need to catch up or something so I really struggle to uh, focus on things I have to do I'm supposed mm -hmm. to do because someone else is asking me or because just because you know we are enrolled in the university so we are expected to do some stuff and uh, and uh, since I missed out so many things in the last few years uh, I just feel like I, I, I can't stop. I, I have to do everything and try everything and be with everyone. But then this is having like a, an impact on my mm -hmm. academic uh, mm. path, I guess. <laughs> don't know if you guys feel the same about it. I just want to jump on and talk about the academics. It's like, honestly, everything feels so much more intense this year. I don't know if I'm a two-way. It was we're all two-ways. But like, honestly, the fact that like, midterms are coming up and now it's not just about like getting making sure you understand the content your notes are in order so you can do like command f during your open book exams actually making sure that you actually know your stuff and using your memory for like the first time in like what like it feels like two years for most yeah. of us and that just yeah. feels so much more pressured and it seems like with like with the pandemic like with some things we were deprived of and with some cases i think you know school just like relaxed a little bit on us mm. and now that we're not afforded the same luxury anymore um mm. because mm. of a not necessarily linked to the end of not necessarily necessitated by the end of the pandemic but rather just because someone in paris felt like it that just feels a <laughs> bit that just feels so much more pressurizing you um, see this is why you yeah. join paul hume we don't have midterms we only have one. It's him that he has. He has two because he he picked the wrong. Uh, well, that's all the wrong you problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul Gov and Espasmodi. I'm not having a great time right now, but you know, we do. We, we love do. you and we appreciate you. This is a safe space. Thanks for also using the safe space to remind me of the bad decisions I made. <laughs> Question mark. Exclamation mark. Semicolon. That too. Okay. Semicolon. Whenever, whenever you do, just put words in my mouth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think this segues quite nicely actually into the second question since we're like reflecting on the dynamics of past of like the last year. Uh, but what's the hardest truth that you had to face in this past year? I thought of two actually. Um, one is something we have already talked about, uh, me and Pri yesterday, Pri and I yesterday. And it's this something I didn't realize before and it's just the fact that in the next few years but in a few years everything is like gonna be so um temporary like uh life feels like it's split or broken down in uh, years so there is like the year as science uh, in campus to have and then there is the year third year abroad and then the the two years of master or maybe one year there and one year uh, somewhere else if you do the double degree and then you know you don't know what you're gonna do as a job so I think that this is the um, the hardest truth because I realized how much um, I realized how how broken and down is like mm -hmm. my my future and how how um, I don't know 
I feel like a bit lost if I think that I'm not gonna be able to to stay in one place for more than one year because at least three four months you know before you actually feel a bit more comfortable with the place and if I look back at uh, how I felt like last year and now I'm so happy that we had at least two years here you know mm -hmm. because I'm definitely not the same person compared to last year and uh, and yeah but then it's already it's really like it's gonna be over in a few months <laughs> and uh, and then it's again starting again so this idea of starting again starting again like there i think there is so much pressure from like the i mean the um, how the career system and just like general mindset uh, of people right now is just oh you have to reinvent yourself you have to be you know always able to adapt to new situations I know that like okay <laughs> I, I agree that makes you a better person but also some comfort of like something finding some being familiar with the place with the people with you know just the dynamics of a single place I don't know are we ever gonna have this again this is a very difficult uh, truth and uh, and I think once you get into this uh, vicious, vicious cycle, like of the, oh, I move there, there, and there, and there, you can't really stop. Mm. For, because you can't accept to stop anymore, but at the same time, also people have, like, I know family or other friends have expectation about you now not stopping anymore. Mm. This is yeah. very hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my, the hardest truth I've had to face this year is definitely just the understanding, the realization that everything is temporary. Just because, you know, I guess being at Seals, I've, you know, prior to this, I spent four years in the UK and then after, before that I was in Hong Kong and the expectation was that I'd always to keep exploring the world and keep going as far as I could, as far as what, as far away from home as I could. But I think you know, what being here in this, like just these two years uh, and being friends with a lot of two A's before us, uh, now three A's, it's just made me realize that, you know, you can make, so many connections here but to actually sustain them will take will be a real test of how close you are to people and that we all have our own we all have our own challenges and every diff every single relationship is unique mm. if purely just but defined by the fact that you know we don't have a central geographic point of commonality mm -hmm. when i was in the uk i could rely on people to always be in brighton or be in london yeah. But that's not going to be the case anymore because why the hell would we be in love in 10 years time, right? So I think that's, that's just <laughs> accepting. Can you imagine? That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's the thing I can't just, I'm really struggling to figure out, to imagine where I'm going, where my friendships are going to lead in 10 years time, mm -hmm. just because of the lack of that geographical sort of constancy. Um, but also I think that's also what makes life doubly exciting, being here. Exciting and uh, nerve-wracking at the same time. I think, though, it needs to be said on record, like, what comes with the transients. Like, I like we had the conversation about this yesterday, so I really feel very strongly about this transients and this idea that, like, everything feels temporary or, like, everything has a start and end date and you're aware of it the moment it starts and ends. Um, and for some of us, it's like, oh, we have friends in different parts of the world and so we hold on to those friends and um, I don't know, compare those friendships and the depths of those friendships to the ones we have here, for example. But I think there is also a great importance in acknowledging the relationships around you and the importance of the experiences with the people who are already here and already now. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you know, Alessandro was saying this yesterday, but like, you need people around you. You can't 
you can't survive and live off these abstractions of friendships that you have all yeah. around the world. Like, they won't fully comprehend your life and your lifestyle here and now the same way the people around you will. And I think, sure, maybe you don't get the same type of friendship that you've always had in your life, but it's still a type of friendship that I think you can grow to cherish. And like, life is about experiences, if not anything else, right? So. Mm. I have also another, uh, like, um, hard truth. Hard truth, yes. Mm. Uh, which was, well, this is a bit more like, maybe easier and uh, to, to understand. I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like, I, <laughs> I realized what, before sales school, I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to do this and this and this. This is going to be my career. And then I arrived, and last year, throughout last year, I realized, oh my God, I don't really know what they like most. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is. And it feels like you always have to make a choice, mm-hmm. and every choice will. You, you are, are aware that your choices now, like the third year abroad, are going to influence also maybe your uh, future career plans. And thinking about a career is so scary because, like, I mean, I feel like I'm still 19, right? I'm still super young. And then at the same time, though, um, you have to prepare now. And and I have this, like, obsession with keeping my options open that mm-hmm. I don't know how much uh, this can last, you know? And, uh, yeah, this is very hard to, to accept. And uh, that I, would, I wish I had a plan. I don't know. Am I supposed to have a plan? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, definitely... Hmm? Do you have a plan? Yeah, do you guys have a plan? <laughs> Not so much. I guess before <coughs> coming to Sionspo Bazaar, they had more of a plan. Because I was very much like, my goal always has been sort of like, it's very much goal oriented because of where I want to be. Um, and, you know, geographically, and also, you know, in terms of other things as well. I think being here at Sionspo with people who are actually, you know, maybe have their options a little bit more open. And maybe then just because the European, the sort of continental European system places just less of an emphasis on actually making decisions at such an early age, it's maybe appreciated actually, you know, I can take a little bit more time to figure out what life is actually about. And that's brought about so much introspection. Uh, maybe that's made me question a few things about what I thought I'd actually wanted to do in my future. So <laughs> there you go. I just have one also hard truth that I think links back to something you mentioned in the first question. But you mentioned the idea of wanting to, there's this desire to go out and engage a lot this year because the options are there to like go interact with people, to go socialize. And so you said that that came at like the cost of academic sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel for me, it's the other way around where COVID and lockdown gave me such a streamlined um, and individual life that I was able to organize my life and my schedule into boxes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this time is for work. Between this and this time, I have free time to socialize and go do whatever. And COVID matched that, right? Because COVID already required me to organize my time. Mm-hmm. So I had, I was able to organize and put into boxes socializing time and working time. Whereas this year, because I know I can't, I can't put into boxes as much, nor do I want to, but I think it ended up with me maybe working a bit more because I feel Mm -hmm. the pressure to work and deliver a bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, Some amount of comfort knowing that I have friends around compared to the existential crisis of not knowing if I had friends last year. Uh, So mean maybe not socializing as much as I'd like to or maybe should and Mm -hmm. then ending up working more. 
So mm. I think it's a fine balance. But uh, my main point with the hardest truth that I think I have accepted is I need more space in my life for inefficiencies mm-hmm. and to delight in inefficiencies. Yeah. I read this like essay over this, like it's essay, I say essay, it was three or four pages of a book <laughs> with very large font. <laughs> but it talked about finding delight in inefficiencies and not planning for the mundane things in life that bring you joy. Simple thing like seeing, I don't know, a bird on the... <laughs> on the tree mm. or like I don't know like sometimes the sun the sunlight hits perfectly on the basson and when you're standing right in the middle and you see the bridge and the volcano so symmetrically and that bringing me so much joy but yeah. like you don't plan for that right you just like you appreciate and I don't need I don't need to put my life into such strict boxes mm. and I think that was a hard truth that I have accepted you're witnessing a poetic free now Thank you. What can I say? Mm-hmm. I'm a, I contain multitudes. <laughs> You're leaving space for casual magic, mm-hmm. as I believe Chloe would have said. You guys still cooking, right? Yeah. Alessandra. Can you stop it, by the way? Just so I don't, it doesn't end up being like last time where I made like crusty. Crusty. Alessandra always gets concerned with the stove and Mason, where she's just like, you know it's cooking, right? Because I, I easily forget about this. Yeah, just also a disclaimer that we are all having dinner right now. Um, I finished my dinner, but in case you heard clink, 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 mm-hmm. or like uh, a rustling of a bag, this is Alessandra's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mason's bowl from his... Uh, like Did that, you heard... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make that sound effect for... Um, effect. Okay, now on to like lighter things. What has brought you the most unexpected joy recently? I think it would definitely be against socializing. Um, I have recently discovered a group of friends that I didn't know I connected to um, you know, that well. And I think the reason it was so unexpected, I guess first of all, the reason why it made me happy and the reason why it was unexpected was because it made me, just reminded me of how, what life was like last year when, you know, we were all just trying to be friends and trying to integrate. And, you know, as a two-way in this campus of where your year is 150 people, where you can basically name at least one thing about every single person in the year, it was so unexpected because it, I just wasn't expecting to for my for socializing so, so for my social life at least to still be as dynamic as it is this year. Mm. Um, with that particular group example being one of the many examples, and I thought that was just that just made me so happy to realize that actually you know, this year it feels like it's been defined by loss, by like people going, by people leaving, and by by change, by us being going back to in person. But actually, even in the same group of people, there are still different you know, interactions to be made and there are very many more memories to be created as well. Mm. Um, me, um, I have to think about how to phrase this, but I guess what I, what brought me joy, well, joy is a strong term, but I would say um, somehow peace and had, like comfort, like, is that I am, I'm finally very uh, um, happy with myself and somehow the person I am and I accepted a lot of the the flaws both physically and personality wise I just 
start appreciating myself more and I feel like this is making me much more confident when I uh, talk, to, when, I, when I just am with other people and, and I can see that because of like also how people interact with me differently from before and I don't know exactly what happened and when it happened but uh, I guess throughout last year um, I just had a lot of time, I spent a lot of time with my own, on my own because of lockdown, because I uh, was, uh, wasn't going out that much and this is very nice, it's a very nice feeling and I think the, when, I, when I was uh, uh, younger, throughout, I mean adolescence is very bad for everyone, you know, <laughs> you're, you're there and you don't know what you're doing if you're doing that for other people or for yourself or you know, you never know what you, what's happening and um, well I think I think now I'm finally a bit more um, happy with who I am mm. and how I act in general. I feel that I feel like I also I think I was like this idea that we had because we were stuck with ourselves and we had to live with ourselves for like a whole year. We were kind of forced to become your friend, like your own friend, acknowledge both your like flaws, and I I personally feel like I became more confident in myself also, and like able to accept myself. Or, this also sounds cliche I recognize now in my head but like accept yourself for who you are and understand and I think this is also a result of the people around me pointing out that I have these good things about me and helping me to see them when I wasn't able to see them yes um, and also um, I mean it's when, I, I mean this is also very cliche but once you accept your like when you're confident about yourself uh, then other people are also like I don't know appreciate you more mm -hmm. And yeah, that's a, that's a big revelation, you know, uh, when, when you're 18, 19, 20, I don't know, it just uh, kind of changed with the dynamics that you were uh, uh, used to in the past when you're like a teenager and you're so lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm still lost, but mm -hmm. not as much, you know, at least I have myself and it's easier to move around mm -hmm. with all the other complexities and uh, difficulties. Yeah. Um... I think my most unexpected joy, and I think it's simple, but it really brings me a lot of joy to open the front door of the home and know I'm walking into like a house with people in the living room Aww. or the kitchen, you know, like I think it's just different coming home to people or, you know, walking out of your room after you finish the lecture at 7.40 and seeing your colleagues in the like living room, even if you guys are doing your own stuff or whatever, I know that like I'm surrounded by people and like I can speak freely and like I don't know I feel like we're just generally very good at offloading on each other and like bouncing off each other's energy mm -hmm. and I think we're very supportive of each other but I think that's really nice like I think it helps me with what I was talking about talking about earlier like with inefficiencies right like coming to terms with a more unstructured life like being able to walk out of my room, seeing Alessandro watching a movie, being like, ah, now I'm going to watch this movie. And I really enjoyed the movie, and now I want to watch more of the movie by this director. Yeah. More movies by this director. And I'm just like, I would not have experienced this if I was living alone, because I would have like planned how I'm going to spend my evening at, on my own. Whereas now, like living with people, sure, you accommodate to different lifestyles, but you also like gain so much from just living and like absorbing other people's lifestyles. And I think that was... I knew I would have fun, but I think it was an unexpected joy for me. Mm. So true. I think you put it in a perfect words. You know, uh, 
this mm. opening, this whole feeling of like collab life and sharing. <laughs> Alessandro's having some nuts. Yay, nuts there. These nuts? <laughs> please tell me you're gonna put that out. Will I? Will I? Will I? Actually, please tell me you're gonna put that in, actually. <laughs> That's what she said. It was a. It, it, I was trying to sigh because I was just like, I just didn't know what to say. But. You have a whole year of my jokes to look forward to. I hope you're excited, or as excited as I am. It's difficult to match that energy. But you do in your own way. I think we have to. <laughs> they love me. They love me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my basta, basta. Basta. That's another unexpected joy, like learning small words of Italian. Mm. I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel like we pick up her, pers- yeah. not her personality, but like her traits, you know, like I, mm. like, the Italian traits. Yeah. yeah, and like Italian music. Uh, yeah, like, like two years time, I'm going to meet some Italian, I'm going to start like wildly gesturing and singing ball all the time. <laughs> See the ball! Yeah. We've definitely <laughs> It's just so useful, guys. I mean, uh, I'm sorry for all the other languages who don't, which don't have this word, but it's like actually a very, very great invention. Both. Um, final question, because now it's looking forward for real. Um, what will you start saying yes to this year? Mm. I think that's such an interesting question because so, so much of society talks about the importance of like, of saying no, right? If you're busy, learn how to say no, learn how to have boundaries, learn how to, you know, actually prioritize. But then so much of like discourse against also like seize every, take every opportunity that you can and so on. And I think with this year, I think we're all two ways. And I think one thing I've realized amongst other people around us is that, so we all seem to have settled in with our workloads, right? We don't, we seldom have the person who is kind of like, who just works on school and that's it, right? There's always people who have such diverse workloads. They're always like working on stuff outside of school, outside of, they're either, you know, working with a school sort of organization or they're working with a club. Like some kids is like five, six, seven clubs. And then like with some people, they, they're working on like NGO stuff, ex pre, you know. <laughs> and it's, it's just amazing to see that diversity. And I think this year, um, what I'm going to say yes to is new things, things that make me uncomfortable, I would say. Things that, it's going to be difficult, right? Because these things don't necessarily cut, these aren't things that will come to, come to me or come to us at Seahawks, but it will be rather things that, you know, I was always planning on doing and things that will necessarily be outside of school and they'll necessarily be daunting because that also means that they're things that people, other people won't necessarily be interested in uh, at Seahawks, mm-hmm. but that's exactly what makes it interesting. It needs to be done. It's going to be daunting, but it's going to be a much better learning experience. Um, and I think that's my yeses for this year. Um, personally, I would say, I didn't know what to say at the beginning, but now I think I want to say yes to unplanned events, meetings, situations, you know. Um, I've always been a bit of, of like, obsessed you know with plans I, I like planning a lot <laughs> I like planning my day my week um, but then I mean uh, it's always been a failure it doesn't work out and and I think this year I want to be um, more open to unplanned uh, 
yeah, uh, just live it like live it day by day somehow, yeah. but also moment by moment, not having any plan about the day and uh, the people I want to see and the things I want to do. I don't know. I think um, I think it's again uh, linked back to the to the lockdown situation where everything felt so scheduled and uh, so I don't know like fixed mm -hmm. rigid you know right right now I just feel like I have to 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 embrace every single like opportunity I, I see and uh, even if I couldn't imagine it and I couldn't expect it and it can be a, a tea a conversation or it can be just like a more like I don't know a submission to courses plan or travels or mm -hmm. yes so being more spontaneous, seeking discomfort, mm. putting ourselves out there. This seems like a pretty good action plan for the next year. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, Yourself singing all alone, turn his lava into stone until he was on the brink of extinction. Was listening to his song. Every day she heard his soon the lava grew and grew because she believed this song was meant for her. Now she was so ready to meet him above the sea as he sang his song of hope for the last time. I have a dream I hope will come true That you're here with me And I'm here with you I wish that the earth and the sky up above Will 